Hello and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan, with me is Luke. Luke, how are you? Oh, hey guys, sorry. That's what I thought you'd say. Getting off my job moonlighting as a beatboxer. Oh my god, a beatboxer. Oh, I'm kidding. It's me, guys. Oh, you had me going there for a minute, Luke. Yeah, Jeez. Really got you. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Woof. <laughs> Close one there. I'm what doing do you well. Do you what's your opinion on beatboxing? Um, I always envy people who are so good at it. I'm always very impressed. There was a guy on um TikTok, I think it was, that does this whole thing with he's beatboxing, but he's also or I don't even know if he's using his mouth at all. I think he's just using things like he does like a pen is like his main thing. Yeah, I think it may just be like two pens. I have to look it up again. I have to show you to you. But it is absolutely <laughs> amazing. <laughs> like just his like speed. He's like doing a whole beat. But just like all he needs is like a table and a pen. And it's just like. It's just incredible. <laughs> Wow, I, like, I, you know, I don't even understand how that works. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I've I've always been weird about beatboxing. Maybe if there's like, if someone's like free, like doing a freestyle rap and it's amazing, and then there's like a beatboxer like helping them out, maybe that. I, I don't like acapella. I really just don't. I, it's like, I don't know why. It's just I haven't gotten on with it. I like, uh, oh, your ear's gone out. See, Luke, you should have been like me and have one ear doing the regular headphones and one ear doing AirPods. You should have done my trick. I picked up my phone to look at TikTok to find the video for you <laughs> and just switch my audio to it. Oh, wow. Like, no, I don't want that. Stop. I apologize. It's all right. I guess you I don't... can't look that up. No. Ruining everything. Not allowed. Do you think Michael Winslow, that guy who does all the sounds with his mouth, think he can beatbox really well? I'd imagine he could. Yeah, I. It sounds familiar. I'm blanking on Michael he Winslow. In, he was in a, a police academy. Um, let's see. Let me see if he. Oh, huh. Michael Winslow, because he does all those crazy sounds. I didn't know he did that. Right know, yeah, wasn't he in uh, Spaceballs? Yeah. Yeah, he was in Spaceballs. Um, Got the creeps, the sweeps, and the beeps. I didn't know he did that, actually. <laughs> oh, really? He's in Family Guy. Well, one he? episode. Oh. <laughs> just just one episode. He's on America's Harry and Got Talent. Harry and the Hendersons. Cool. Wow. Harry and the freaking Henderson. All the police academies. Is it just me, or does everyone's father like Harry and the Hendersons? He was a voice of Mogwa, the Gremlin. Oh my God, he was the Mo so wait, so what was he all the Mogwai or was I guess he just was Mogwai? Oh, then yeah, I guess he voiced all of them. I know he could. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know he did all that. That's cool. Yeah, what a what a man. What a master, <laughs> a master of voice. 
He's on America's Got Talent. I don't know what he's doing, but I gotta watch it later. Mm. Have you? How's your week been, man? We have we we did not miss not a week bad. again. So yeah, look at us being <laughs> adults. We're so on top so of responsible. it. <laughs> Do anything interesting? It's been good. Yeah, no, not really. Nothing too interesting. Yeah, just uh, living, working, Ew. loving. I went to a kid party. Just live, love, laughing. Live, love, life, yeah. love, live. Yeah, you know, it was out of town, so you can see my face. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it, was a, it was a banging time, huh? Just whatever, man. I mean, there weren't even any kids there, <laughs> but it was like for this kid-turning one. Yeah, I know. It was like a one. What? Yeah, no, it was like a birthday no party. Yeah, there was one kid there plus... It was like one baby, no other babies. Usually, I'm—I was like expecting like a bunch what? of babies crawling around. No, just That's one very baby. Strange. It's a one-year-old birthday. You know, just uh, hmm. yeah. All right. <laughs> it was fine. I don't even know what to think of that. You know, I don't think he listens to this podcast, so it's fine. My wife's <laughs> brother, man. He, huh. for some reason, like every time we go over his place. The food is just like I don't know. If you if you're listening to this, I apologize, but it's the truth, man. Uh, he didn't even cook this time, but just being there, I don't know if just being there. I got like the rawest burger. The, he got, like the rawest burger. I'm not talking like oh it was raw. No, it was raw. It hit the grill and then went straight to the patty. Okay, done. It's I guess it's like when you're under the the assumption that like. If it looks really cooked on the outside, it must be cooked on the oh, inside, boy. even though it's like a few inches the thick. It was too hot. Right. It was yeah. completely too hot. And it was like, ooh, that looks good. Yeah. And it's like yeah. raw. It's one of the reasons to do the smash burgers because it's Absolutely. they're very quick, very easy. And you can just do a bunch of patties to make up for the fact that they're thin. So you can do like a double or triple stack and have a normal size burger. Yeah. And like they're juicy, and like they're, and they're very cr- fast. Cooking. Yeah, they're fast. Like yeah. all those juices have like nowhere to go, so it's just all there, and it's just. Mm. I, I, I'm a fan. Oh. I'm a big fan. Uh, Culver's, I think they because they do their smash burger. They do like they, they do their burgers like that style, mm. right? I didn't know that. Culver's is very okay. good. I, I guess uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Culver's is very good. I New went cheese to. Curd. You enjoy that? Oh my god! They this is. The devil, but uh, they have a cheese curd sandwich yep. that is like a patty. The, like it's like a patty of fried cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, didn't I know. know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, on top of a burger. This and, is the devil. Yeah, it's the devil, but it was Form amazing. Form of cheese. <laughs> yeah, just cheese cholesterol. Um, oh, I did. My try... dad likes to call it a cholesterol bullet. <laughs> a, I guess it does equal damage. He's not, he's not wrong. No, not too you much. Might as well no. just get shot with an actual bullet because right. it's the same thing. It's more like a delayed bullet, it, but it feels yep. good at first, but Very then it kills you later. Bullet. It courses right. through your body. <laughs> it's like what's going on with Tony Stark. The shrapnel is just making its yep. way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I've taken the poison, but it's going to take a while. Right. Um, speaking of which, I also, because I saw this all on a YouTube shorts, and I guess TikTok by like, because like I feel like everything's trickled down from TikTok, 
Like it'll be TikTok, but then yep. it'll just appear on other platforms. Even so, even though I don't watch TikTok, I watch TikTok. Um, well, technically, I feel like it's trickled down from Vine. Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, the uh, the grilled cheeseburger from at uh, Five Guys. I, I actually tried it. I didn't know about this? <laughs> yeah, it's like not. It's like. One of those things where it's like it's not on the menu, but it's not like you're asking them to do something ridiculous because they have the cheeseburger on the menu. You're just asking them to add a. And they have a grilled cheese on the menu, I think. Yeah, so you're just asking them to add a patty to it, basically. And so I got Hmm. like a double grilled cheeseburger with grilled onions and bacon, and I just shivered a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You said five guys, right? Yeah. I haven't been there in a long time. Is it have Texas toast? What they do is they they it's it's their burger bun, but it's flipped upside down. Like the burger buns are flipped upside down. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, and okay. so the soft I'm pillowy parts on the inside, and yeah. Hmm. I had a friend, uh, Kevin. They have a good bun. Yeah, the bun's really good, and so like I don't know, I I had a friend, uh, Kevin, uh, Michael's brother speak of the devil who um he only liked his girl g's that way when he was a kid apparently he'd like according to michael's stories he'd go to restaurants and be can you flip the the buns upside down you mean he'd like his cheeseburgers that way no it's just his grilled cheese oh you ever got grilled cheese so he would go to a burger place but say no burger please i think the i think the actual story was perkins like i think perkins specifically he you'd go there and demand this that's weird yeah luke what have you been watching slash playing (laughs) slash listening to this week um let's see um i didn't really have anything picked out specifically um just this this evening i noticed that uh andrew mcmahon had his new album come out so that would probably be one i would like to draw people's attention to it's uh called tilt at the wind no more Uh, and andrew he's come out with uh you know several singles obviously leading up to this um classic and it's all been you know just classic andrew (laughs) Mm -hmm. great great well-crafted stuff um he's a person we've talked about this before that's gone through a lot and likes to write about that and reflect on those experiences and it seems like he's in a pretty good place now, but uh, I love the emotion and the, the storytelling that comes out during his songs. Yeah. There's, I mean, there really hasn't been a song I haven't liked, but there has been some that have just been, I don't know, have really touched me <laughs> on a core level, and I, I've listened to him over and over again. And, you know, Jordan and I have history dating way back to listening to Andrew McMahon, um, something corporate, something corporate. Yeah. And, uh, he's just grown and evolved and always in every stage, I would say he's done something great. You know, I, I, I never have thought that, you know, and you know, music, I always find it strange when you talk about music because it's such an artistry in the same way, you know, painting is or, you know, any, any kind of art form in which you're expressing yourself, even movie making or TV shows. So often we like to be like, 
you know, positive or negative about them. And yet, you know, and especially with Andrew, like you can tell in his writing, like whether you like the song or not, this is his reality that he's opening up and, and showing you and, and the way he feels. And, uh, I think that's, that's all I ask of people that create things for me. It's like, I may not like it, but if you show me that you are raw and this is right. real and this came from a personal place, I would say just, you know, I'm, I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but st- stick with me a little bit here. Even like here the movie you. Joker, I think of in that same way where like that wasn't one of my favorite movies, but I very much appreciated it because I could tell that I'm blanking on the director of The Hangover who <laughs> directed Phillips. it. Yeah, Todd Phillips, uh, you know, I could tell that that came from just a tremendously, like, personal place, you know, and in the in the style and everything that he shot. Anyways, it's a little bit of a tangent, but Andrew, in everything he does, I just, I'm always amazed at how it feels so real. And, and, and he, somehow he managed to meld both a real, raw, emotional songs with stuff that is very catchy and yeah. that is able to be played on the radio. Um, vampires, uh, what is it? Vampires of whatever that, that album was, the last one. Um, Zombies, Zombies on Broadway, was an album that had a lot of hits on the top charts and, and stuff that got yeah. played on the radio and, you know, more pertinent to nowadays, top, top charts on Apple Music and Spotify and yada mm-hmm. yada. Um, and that's just that's very impressive, and I think it's it's kind of a rare thing in this world to find somebody who can do both of those things at the same time, stay true to themselves, and create very pop, awesome music. And absolutely, yeah. I just I know I've been going on a little bit long about this, but um, I'm just always I'm always happy to to talk about him and his music. And my um my wife. And I got to go to a concert here in our hometown with a friend of ours, Stephen, um, years back and see Andrew McMahon and, and the opening, there was a couple opening bands that were very, very good as well. But Andrew really blew me away. He he did the same thing on stage that, that comes through in the music, the recorded music that you get to listen. It's just, he's so himself. There's nothing fake about him. And he puts on a show and just, you see the passion and, it really comes out and it makes, you know, I remember, I remember two things. I remember loving that night and also being completely miserable because I had stood yeah. for so long. We'd gotten there <laughs> early and my feet were on fire, but I just, I remember like thinking how worth it it really was in the end because I just have amazing memories of that night. And, um, yeah, I just can't recommend it enough. If you ever get to see him in person, um, even if this may not be your favorite type of music, he is just, he's a fun time. It's a great night of live music. If you get to see him, I, I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. So yeah, yeah. Man. end of my Andrew McMahon rant, but it's got a new album. <laughs> I co-sign all that. It was, he's amazing. Um, no, I haven't listened too much, man. Um, you know, uh, Rustin Kelly's creeping towards, a uh, new album, you know, getting there, and so he's doing the same thing that you know we always talk about when it's like, oh, time to release song after yeah. song until it becomes an album. Um, and so he has this song called Michael Keaton, and it's great. I mean, the the chorus is so ridiculous, like talking about like 
Like he took like CBD. He didn't think he'd get high from it, but he's staying up thinking, what if Michael Keaton killed himself in the movie Multiplicity? Would that be genocide? You know, that's just so funny. And and it's not like he doesn't write a lot of lyrics like that, but I don't know. It just works for the song. But um, <laughs> yeah, Rustin Kelly's great. Um, he's building up to a really good album, I think, and the weakness. So yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, that being said, you reminded me that the, the wolves of Glendale, which we had talked about uh-huh. before, they had that Olivia song about the ghost girlfriend yeah. and sacrificing a dog. And they had vaping in Vegas, which I think is also very funny, but they just released a new song called loud ass car. <laughs> it's <laughs> also, it's like, they just, they pick these things that clearly like other people I think are thinking and they just put it in a good way in a song and. It's very funny. That sounds like it'll speak to me, I think. I have yeah, a feeling. It's very funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> well-crafted lyrics. Uh, what have you been watching Slash Plane? Um, I have put some more time into Valheim, and I'm enjoying it. It's it's a game that, like I kind of said, it's it's funny. It's, it's in a way, it's very similar to Elden Ring, where you can waste your entire life in that game if you really want to. Like, literally, you could spend years in that game just just messing around. And uh, I'm I'm working my way trying to... I, the thing is, like, you, you face the first, like, I don't know what, god or whatever you're going to fight. It's, you know, it's Norse myth- mythology, so it's... Mm-hmm. I guess it'd be a god, but um, I'm... Yeah, I'm working my way to try to figure out to I need to craft some more armor, so I'm like I'm I'm trying to work my way up and yeah, I haven't put a ton of time into it, but um just enjoying it. There's a, there's a lot it. of fun systems in there and figuring out how to fish. I just crafted a spear, so I'm trying to learn how to like throw it. Um, cuz there's a lot of animals that are just hard to kill with the axe. You have to like figure out how to get them from a distance. The deer are always faster than you, so they're always running away, but you need like leather scraps to create armor so you have to kill some animals there's like pigs that do that but then there's other stuff you get from the deer yeah anyways it's just there's there's a lot of fun there cool continue to recommend it um we're continuing to watch next level chef we're we're up to date so we're kind of week to week we just watched the most recent one and getting closer to the end. I think we're on like episode nine or something at this point. And uh, yeah, it's filling the uh, reality TV niche for us. The only problem is we're, we're current. Like, you know, each night we'd love to watch a couple episodes and uh, there's only one. So I think probably going to be looking around for something else to watch. Sometimes it sucks when you catch up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because we were watching like two episodes a night for a while and, and really loving that. Um, so yeah, um, Ted Lasso, you know, current with that. Mm-hmm. Ghost is something we've, uh, I think we've caught up. I think last night we caught up with that show, and mm. yeah, just continue recommend it. Very funny, great cast. Um, just really enjoy it. Um, I'm being texted at the same time, so I'm trying to split Luke, the my house brain is on in fire. Twain. We need you to come down, <laughs> check that out real quick. Don't worry want. about it. We'll be fine. But you can continue it's podcasting. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, you, just need, you should know that. Um, I was trying to think. I thought there was something else I had watched. Um, 
Oh yeah, I'd watched a movie. Oh, a movie. Talk about that. Um, no, that's about it. Bethany was watching. Uh, I didn't get to watch most of it, but Ever After, she was watching uh, that that old classic. The one Ever After. What's, yeah, what's it's that? Uh, Drew Barrymore. Right. Okay. Um, it was like a Cinderella play, kind of thing. Play, yeah, basically, he plays Cinderella. Right. Um, okay. I've never seen it. And, yeah. It's fun. It's 90s. You know, it feels yeah, very 90s. Which is great. Um, no, I, th- I think that's it. Um, if I if I think of something, I'll say it after you Let's go. pop but, in. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I can think of at the moment. Um, I, I did... You? I did watch uh, the first episode of uh, Next Level Chef. You know, it's I we, we like to have a cooking show on deck, and so we we started that. Um, it's good. It's fun. Uh, fun gimmick, for sure. Um, the the most import enjoyable port part of that first episode, at least, is definitely watching the lowest levels and like what they do with uh, yeah. With nothing, <laughs> that's just so exciting. Um, I I had a lot of questions, like uh, you know, like just a lot of practical questions on how certain things work in this show. I'm sure as mm-hmm. I continue watching it, a lot of that stuff gets cleared up. Like, well, what couldn't you just do this? But how would you do? You know, like, uh, you know, questions like I- I'm are they all provided the same spices, you know? Cause obviously they pick yeah. mainly like, it um, seemed like it to me. Yeah. Because they're not like, like, it looked like in a closet or something behind them. I think. Right. It's just kind of in their kitchen. I don't know if there's a variation between the the different kitchens, but yeah, scout their, their protein, their veggies, and I guess like a starch or whatever. And that seems to be, basically what's on the platform as it goes down i'm sure it changes as the as the season progresses and the theme of the day <laughs> changes but yeah very fun very fun cooking show looking forward to continuing it um um watched a movie um watched a knock at the cabin that's the m night yeah, Shyamalan I've movie been considering it yeah it's on uh on peacock it's yeah. good. Um, I liked it. You know, it's one of those things where I, my opinion on M. Night, I think a lot of people have this opinion, so I'm not saying anything super special here. But I, I think, like, I love M. Night Shyamalan even when he's bad. He's entertaining. You know what I mean? Even his bad crap movies. I missed. The, the Happening, I think. The Happening. <laughs> yeah, even, like, the really bad ones. There's something entertaining about him, and like I can't keep like old. Old was not good, but like I couldn't keep take my eyes off it. You know what I mean? Like, I had to like, but this one, it, it's on like the lower end of good. You know, like because he has ones that are, he, but it's in the good pile. Like it's in the good pile. It's not like up there with freaking, uh, a sp- uh, split or freaking uh, uh, six cents or the you know signs or anything like that but it's you know there with uh the visit and stuff like that that's like oh that was good um i will say this about it 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 did it was interesting the whole way through i found myself being like oh because we um amber and i we were like okay it's probably gonna get too late so we'll start watching it but we'll probably shut it off well no we watched it the whole way through and we both enjoyed it it's one of those movies where it doesn't after like the first 
act or whatever, I felt like it did lack a lot of surprise that I usually get with M. Night movies, you know? He doesn't have to be mm-hmm. known for the twist or whatever, but you know how just a normal plot kind of progresses where you're like, oh, okay, I wonder what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, instead of that, it felt like when I got to the end, it was like, ah, the moment at last. You know, like that sort of feeling in drama when that happens not yeah. like you're not surprised it just kind of feels inevitable um but i i i, I recommend it enough i mean don't think it's going to be incredible but it's going to be entertained for sure um okay so i uh been playing zelda here and there because you know just watching the tears of the kingdom thing just made me want to play Zelda. So I'm playing Ocarina of Time 3D on the 3DS, which is like a kind of a, a it's like a remaster slash rebuild of the game. It just looks a lot better than the 64 version. And uh, my wife thinks I'm crazy for this. But simultaneously, I am also playing uh, Zelda Wind Waker on, on the Xbox, actually, through the uh, <laughs> through the emulation because right. they have not released that on Switch for whatever reason, but it's great. It runs well and looks really good up res. It's one of those games that looks fantastic when you up that resolution. Looks got cell shaded. This looks great. Um what else have I got? Okay, yeah, uh this was a big one for me. Um uh we saw when I say we, I mean oh yeah, Carrie came with me. Yeah, so I guess we. Um I saw uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among mm. Thieves. Uh, we saw it late, late showtime on a Thursday night, uh, like 9.50 or 9.30 or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, I had not, not a lot of expectations for this one. Um, thought the trailer looked pretty good, um, to my sh- surprise. But you know what? This movie's great. Like, <laughs> Really? I'm telling you, this is great. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Wow. It's one of those things where it's like you go see a movie and you're like, wow. I was thoroughly entertained that entire movie and I had a great time. Um, it, just a movie that wants to do nothing but entertain you and tell, have, have a through line, you know, have a plot, have characters, but just entertain the crap out of you. We don't have a lesson or some agenda or anything like that. We're just here to have a good freaking time. And man, what a good movie. I was like, there were parts in this movie where I just like, I don't do this very often, but I'm like during the movie, I'm like, why is this movie so good? Like either I'll just find myself laughing a lot because this movie's very funny. Like it's, it's almost, I honestly thought it looked pretty bad, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it. There's so, like that. So I'm surprised because like the CGI isn't like amazing. Like the CGI is fine. It's not like I don't think it was bad, but it was it was mm-hmm. fine. And so like it can come off as cheesy. I think when you look at the when you look at the trailer, but like it was freaking funny. I mean, these are the guys who made Game Night. Game Night was a really good comedy, and I think this is. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I hesitate to call it this, but it does remind me of like kind of back in the day, like some of those action comedies. I don't feel like we don't get as much. I think Marvel does a lot more of that now these days where it's like an action comedy. Right, you right. Definitely. I don't want to 
put this on the movie, but you definitely do. Buddy cops were kind of yeah that role back in the day. Yeah, think you know, like Shanghai Nights, Rush Hour, put Jackie Chan and the other guys, the other guys. Yeah, okay, but but this does have a lot of you know. There's a story where you're supposed to care about the characters. This is more like action adventure, though, right? Uh, yeah, it is, but it heavy lean to comedy. But yeah, a lot of action too. A lot of good action. There was like an action scene towards the end, like where a lot of people are fighting at once. And I remember being like, just in the theater, like this is freaking awesome. <laughs> and I don't know, Chris Pine. I think Chris Pine's freaking so good. Like I think almost everything he's in, he's good. Wonder Woman, eighty four was a horrible movie. And he just had to be in it, but he was still good in it, the little bit he was in. But I don't know. He's he's amazing. He's amazing in this. I don't want to put this on the movie, but this has like heavy Guardians of the Galaxy vibes as far as like the the kind of team aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, but no, it's not a rip off of that by any by any means. I don't think. Um, but yeah, I highly highly recommend this movie. It's just so much fun. It's just you go in the theater, you laugh. And you enjoy the action. You enjoy the set pieces. This is a movie where there's a lot of set pieces. Kind of like, almost reminds me of like, um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl, Curse of the Black Pearl. Had has had a lot of set pieces. We're like, oh wow, we're doing this. Like there's like a scene with a maze. There's a scene, uh, like a scene that's in this uh, cave where there's this oversized dragon and there's just like a lot of stuff like that you can point to and you'd be like, I remember that scene. I remember that scene. That was fun. And you just remember these little. Uh, quirks that they did in it to make it creative and to be like what there's this scene that has like this uh, gelatinous cube or whatever that like they get stuck in and they have this they do this creative way of getting out of it or whatever it's just like I was like that's so smart there was just a lot of things in the movie where I was just like why is this so good (laughs) why is this good it has no no business being as good as it is I I'm afraid that not enough people will see it just because of the way it was kind of advertised and just, you know. Yeah. Check it out. Give it a shot, man. It's it's a fun movie. See it with some friends. Um, it's a fun movie to see in theaters where people are laughing and just having a good time. Highly, highly recommend that. Um, but, yeah, um, I think that's all I got. Just like like you, I've been watching Ted Lasso. It's it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my hero. I want to play Resident Evil Four, but yeah. I just haven't I haven't done it yet. But the reviews right. are just ridiculous. Right, you know it's just people ranting about how amazing it is. So I, I, really I knew play it too. I knew because I love that game. It's amazing. Like yeah, the original is amazing. And like From the way I've they heard, it's gotten better, which is right. very impressive. It doesn't like as much as as impressive as that is. It doesn't surprise me too much because of what they did with Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Like Resident Evil Two, they like upped it so much. And I'm like, if they just apply this level of care and this like these the how the gameplay is and this kind mm-hmm. of how it evolves to four, then. Oh boy, you yep. know, and so I, I definitely am with you on that one. I, I mean to play it. I think that's the most amazing thing is to take gameplay that everyone thinks back on very fondly and enjoyed and actually improve it. Yeah. Which, from what I've heard, like they've completely changed the way the game plays. And mm-hmm. that so often does not work. 
and yet apparently it's even that's really cool yeah there's a like, lot it's of like stuff. you can like move and shoot and, and yeah. sort of like set set shooting which which uh you know it sounds like a huge improvement to me it's just you know i think a lot of people might complain oh well that's not what it used to be but no i haven't heard that it's it's like this is this is great it's a huge improvement right it's awesome because it's like it's almost like that original almost like it, it's almost like they didn't go far enough like obviously the franchise veered too far into action but that's those are the game's faults you know i feel like the gameplay of four was like ready for leon to move a little bit more mm-hmm. and the fact that you're able to kind of in that the, the fact that you did did have like you're approaching the enemy and you have to stop and aim you know i feel like I feel like the game didn't want to do that, but they did <laughs> because like they've innovated so much already nope. up to that point. They just didn't do it anymore. But like, yeah, just that little bit is a game changer. And so I'm excited to play it. Um, that's all I got. Um, you want to go ahead and get into our, uh, our Let's little get into review it. here? Let's get into it deep. Let's do it. So, uh, John Wick. John Wick foe. Johnny Wick. <laughs> Jonathan, yeah. Um, Jonathan. Yeah, here we are. We, this is... Uh, did Okay, I, I, I hesitate to kind of preface this in, in a certain way, but yeah, I mean, I kind of viewed this as just being another one. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's another one. The, the thing is, it's progressing and it's progressing. And so... I don't know if this is out there that this is like, Oh, this isn't supposed to be a stopping point or whatever. They're talking about doing another one, but what were your thoughts going into this? Um, you know, I think I had seen so much talking about how this was one of the greatest action movies ever going in that I don't think my expectations could have gotten any higher, to be honest. I just, Mm -hmm. I always, one of the most frustrating things I have, this is certainly a first world issue, but one of the most frustrating things I have pertinent to entertainment <laughs> is that I will be, you know, have pre-bought my tickets, will be going to the next Avengers movie, the next John Wick movie, yada, yada, whatever it is. A movie that, you know, a big movie that I'm looking forward to, can't wait. And, you know, I've bought my ticket, we're three days away, and I am jump on Instagram Bam, IGN gives it a number out of 10, and I scroll, and of course, you know, right. I can see things faster than my mind can process what I'm looking at, and no, I didn't want to see that. So, so often, I see these numbers, and this actually wasn't one of those times, I don't, no, actually, I did, yeah, I saw, they gave it a perfect 10, but but so often, it's like, oh, this movie got a 6, you know, Venom got a 5, or something like right. that, it's like, Oh, I was kind of looking forward to it. I was hoping they'd redeem themselves from the all right movie that the first one was. And oh, they've done worse. Great. Now I'm going to see a movie that IGN's telling me is not going to be good. And that very much, I feel like, changes the way I think about a movie. It's funny I'm saying this as we're like giving these things off. Like people go and see these movies before you listen to stuff like our podcast or you listen to IGN's podcast or read articles. I, I just think. There's no good that can come from consuming media about something before you can watch it, establish your own opinion, and just absorb it like a sponge. Whereas, like, I feel like you're you're a sponge that has already been kind of 
soaked up other information and it's like you just can't absorb the piece of entertainment whether it's a movie or a game in the same way that you could if you didn't experience that so yeah yeah well Um, said so that i will think i I will say even though it was all like incredibly positive i think it swung me a little bit too far in where the move the movie could do no good no bad but at the same time like obviously if you feel that way the movie's probably going to do things that you're going to be disappointed so that was kind of where i entered the movie Um, yeah but yeah (laughs) how about you how did you come into this movie I mean, like, John Wick are movies that I anticipate but have no... I, I It's like I don't really have much, like, hype for them. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to that. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with John Wick because it's proven. It's such a proven franchise at this point. I know that I'm going to probably be in for a good time. And so I stay away from a lot of media, um, like trailers, but I was... Read ex- the stuff I send you. <laughs> Right, I just read what you send me. Um, But I was also exposed to things like reviews, like IGN reviews for sure, before coming into the movie and everything. And so, of course, yeah, that's going to get you a little bit more excited for the movie, of course, to be like, oh my God, some people are just saying it's a masterpiece. Oh my goodness gracious, what's in this movie? Bold words to be thrown around. Oh, of course, and so you until so you watch it with with that on your back a little bit, but um, I try my best. I I really do try my best to not let that either sour the movie for me in a way, or or make it to where the movie's perfect. Of course, I just came in thinking it was going to be perfect, and so I just come in with that mindset, and you know, I blind to its faults or whatever. Um. But, you know, I, I feel like my, my viewing experience was a little off a little bit. I, I do want to see this movie again. I say that because I saw it. Like, this is going to be a theme here. I saw it very late. And this is a long movie. Yeah. Like, this movie is very long. We we The movie was at, like, 9.40 or whatever. And we got home at one thirty in the morning. It's very long. <laughs> you know, one hour and 45 minutes. For a movie like this, especially... You know, not very plot heavy. Um, just uh, it felt it, at times a little exhausting um, just to, to watch a movie like this at that time of night. Uh, and so I do want to mm-hmm. see it again at some point. So I wanted to give that caveat to my opinion as well. So take, you know, I'm not say take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, but let that let let it be known that that's <laughs> the context in which I watched the movie. <laughs> Um, so right. Let, let's. Did get you in. realize this director has only directed John Wick? I didn't. I I, th- I thought he was he Keanu was... Reeves' stunt double for most of his career until he directed John Wick. Wow. See, I thought now he has eleven projects in the works. Goodness gracious! <laughs> I thought he's been Including doing a Ghost lot of, of stuff. Sh- Tsushima. That's right. That's right. Cool. And Rainbow Six that. movie. Um, Highlander. Highlander, I forgot he was doing. I forgot all about Highlander. Vice City, TV show. Wow, insane. Yeah, I mean, obviously That's he'd be really well, cool. well sought after, you know. Um, yeah. After this Chad and everything St- he's done. His- Staleski. Yeah. Well, Luke, what did you think of John Wick Four? There's no, uh, there's no like colon other title for this one. No parabellum. Yeah. Four. Um. 
I really liked it. Um, like I said, I feel like my expecta- expectations were far too high coming into it, but I do think that there's just not a lot I think you could really do better when it comes to something like this. Um, probably my biggest critiques um, would be in the way the story played out, but especially with the action, it just it was just about as good as I think you know an action movie you know, centering around shooting, I think could have mm-hmm. been, it just, it was, it was very impressive. The, the choreography and the stunt work. Um, yeah, I, I imagine a lot of their budget just went to paying stunt doubles and, yeah. and stunt people. <laughs> I hope it <laughs> to, did. To they pull did. all these stunts off. Um, very impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really loved it. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite John wick, but, uh, Honestly, it's kind of hard to pick because they're all great. So it's just an amazing, amazing accomplishment to have four movies that are just all great. <laughs> all very, very good. So, yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, I mean, regardless of whatever, whatever I say here, I, I think, you know, th- there should be some recognition. They did it. Like, this is an action franchise that stands above like its influences and things that have come before it as great American action franchises. This stands in my eyes above them. It's above Die Hard. It's above Lethal Weapon. And a lot of those, as far as consistency and quality and having, that's kind of how I feel sometimes. You know, I look at movie franchises as a whole, you know, like, a lot of people be like, oh my god, aliens. I love aliens. I'm like, okay, how many of them do you like? Uh, two of them out of like the eight. Yeah. It's like, is it a great franchise? Maybe not. And yeah. But I look at Scream and I'm like, they're all good. That's That's something. And this is like that. It's like, these are all good. Like, these are all solid action movies and there's four of them. And to do like what they do in these movies, it's something. So I think they—they're all probably eight, honestly, or higher. I agree. They're all very good. I agree. Um, the only one the, you, you said American action. The only one I still think I, I enjoy better is Indiana Jones. But I just mm-hmm. I I like the adventure part a little bit more in that. But the action, I mean. <laughs> It was amazing for the time, but obviously, I mean, with the technology, the action in John Wick is is another level. So, right, it's a little it, hard to compare movies definitely. that are so far apart. And when I think of it, I, I think of almost like I, I'm comparing it to a lot of like '80s stuff, like action heroes, like like Schwarzenegger films, and and uh, yeah. And like you know, Stallone stuff and Bruce Willis. I'm thinking of like a lot of that stuff. Boom, boom, bang, bang. You know, not like, yeah. not like a grand adventure where you know you're you're to be endeared to its story and characters. Yeah. Um, in a way that I don't think you ever are that much, at least. But we'll, we'll get into this. But um, what did I think? I I think this is good. This is definitely good. I it, as far as context of John Wick within that like within those standards um yeah there's things about this that are incredible like things about it especially in its action that are just like you revel in it you're just like oh my god this is just such a spectacle of of choreography and creativity 
that it's just great to watch. Um, but then, as you were saying, you were getting at Luke, there are aspects of the story as far as what this movie does that are that leave me wanting is is what I would say, especially for where this movie ends up. I I can't help but wish it did things differently, um, or did more. I guess maybe one or the other, but so I kind of have. A lot of praise, but with some basic, some ba- I think this movie has some basic problems. It's so good in some of the hard stuff, like action. Some of this action is so difficult to do, but they pull it off. It's so elevated in that way. And this movie is beautiful. The cinematography is insane. It looks so good. It's like sometimes I'm like, this is a John Wick movie. It feels like... More like I'm watching Skyfall or something like that, you know, or to where yeah. like how it sets up these shots and these grand areas, um, all these different cities. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like, in certain ways, um, there, there, they had problems in certain areas. I think the movie is very, it's too long. It is too long. I mean, it's one of those things yeah. where I think this movie could have trimmed like 25 minutes. Yeah, and it would have yep. been better. If we're talking about that, the first scene, I think, was was definitely one to where I was like, okay. There was specifically when they were in the room with all the glass, like, statues and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're starting to get into spoiler territory. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But there was... <laughs> Do you want to go in spoilers? I, I guess so. <laughs> all right. Uh, closing thoughts for the, non, for the non-spoiler people. Yeah. Um, I mean, just go see it. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. No matter what complaints I have, this is a movie that's right up there with any other, if not better than <laughs> any other action movie you've ever seen. So, mm-hmm. go see it in if, theaters. If you if you enjoy action movies, go see this. If you don't enjoy action movies, you're not going to like this. It's all oh, absolutely. It's a hundred percent an action movie through right. and through. It's three and over three hours of just constant, constant action with very few breaks to say a few words and then go right back into action. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you if you see the 10 out of 10 or whatever and you're like, well, I'm not an action person, maybe I'll like it if it's that good. No, 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 no. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the you. idea of supporting movies that do this too and to, to tell the studios like this is what more movies should be made like. So that's another thing. Like, please go see it in theater. To, right. To, support this movie um all right spoilers it's a lot like nobody in that way where i'm like please go see this movie because right. it's what i want more movies to be like this i think we might get our wish too yeah wait no nobody too day hey, i think that got <laughs> greenlit didn't it i mean freaking silent night did sure I'm sorry so. violent night yeah <laughs> but anyways that 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 one scene i just I remember sitting in the theater where I'm like, this is really cool, but this has gone on for a very long time. Which, which, what scene again was that? I was... It's, it's in, what was it, Tokyo, Japan, right. um, at the Japanese, uh, what's the name of the hotel that apparently they're all over the world? Continental, yeah. Um, and they go into that one room and there's like samurai armor or something in, in all these glass cases and they're like breaking and fighting around them. Um, and it just, 
I don't know. It got to a point where I'm like, okay, I love this, but let's keep moving. Right. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think like sometimes the way the action's framed, it's like even if they're doing things that are brilliant, sometimes it just it keeps going in a way, in a way to where it's like it, it starts. It's hard to like catch a breath, and that sounds like oh my god, it's a that's a great thing. That's what you want, but I don't know. Like okay, so in John Wick three, like the whole beginning for. The whole beginning is a chase, right? There, he's being chased. He's trying to figure out what to do. There's so much action, but there's breaks in between each action scene, so you're mm-hmm. able to digest each individual moment and be like, okay, so he's he's in the library to get some stuff, and he has to fight this giant dude, and then he kills him with a book, and then he gets, but he gets stabbed, so he has to go to this to the the what the the freaking uh, key maker yeah. to get healed, yep. and then the next action scene begins where he has to build a gun. And it's yep. yeah, like and you can just kind of exactly what the Fast and the Furious did in the first movie, and right. how they are now, where it's just they got a tank just going from one thing to the next constantly. Mm. Yeah, it's right. It's very much the evolution of this series as well. And so sometimes, like they'll be doing something incredible with their action, and those the incredibleness just kind of keeps going, but you're not able to really digest what you just saw in 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 any real way because you're already on to the next thing yeah but um wow we started off on criticism but i do have another one (laughs) well you were mentioning about it being too long and i was just kind of carrying off from that and for me there's one obvious thing you caught there's a side quest in this right there's a side quest in this movie where he has to kill that guy. I forget his name. Um, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. He's in like a suit. He's Boris in like a or suit, something yeah. like that. Right. You know, there's nothing in that scene where I'm like, this sucks or whatever. It's all very, still the great action continues. But it's about 20, 25 minutes that would have made this movie feel a lot yeah. more digestible yeah. in length. Um, yeah. There could have been just a different way for him to get back into the family that wouldn't have taken so long. Right, exactly. They like, they really wanted to play out that whole poker scene or whatever oh, five yeah. card draw or whatever. They really uh-huh. wanted to play that out and like build up. And I think honestly, a lot of it was to bring this guy nobody in. Which, uh, yeah, I think we'll talk about him some. He's I think we will. Interesting new character, yeah. brand new character. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do think that scene was a lot about him as well. Like bringing right. him into the fold and like making him more important and more weighty in this movie. I grew very used to like a lot of these movies beginning with a giant action scene. It's almost like become a tra- like I thought like oh that's the yeah. new tradition. Like n- number two opens with him getting his car. And number three again opens with a very mm-hmm. long action scene with breaks, but like that chase of just where the second one left off. Um, and this one doesn't. This one takes its time to kind of get to the big action. Um, I mean, I know we, in like the first takes about like 25 minutes, at least it felt that long before we actually get to that action scene in the, in the Osaka uh, Continental. And yep. um, yeah, it, it did feel, it did like kind of deflate my 
like, yeah, let's go, let's go, you know what I mean? Like, going into this movie and kind of what my expectations are, have become at least for a John Wick movie, you, like, see him pounding that, like, it shook the theater walls, by the way, when he was, like, pounding that, like, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that whatever, yeah. rope or whatever. The king. Yeah, and it's just, oh my gosh. You get freaking, I, get, I keep thinking that uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character is going to like do something in these movies, like of note. He just kind of comes and he's coming in here quoting Dante's Inferno and just, <laughs> you ready, John? <laughs> you know, and every now and then he'll give him something. But like, that's what he yeah. really brings to the plot of these movies, I guess. Which he's got that voice fun. too. He's almost just a voice at this point. Right. It's just like, I'm about to pep you up, everybody. <laughs> it's like... for the fight. If they took the one part out of Morpheus's speech and reloaded, when he's like, right now yeah. we are surrounded by machines yeah. or whatever. It's like, they just took that one bit of his character and made it, like, his entire character. The Bowery King is all of that. Um, but yeah, um, what... <laughs> I have some questions. All right. I feel like this is going to be a whiny, whiny podcast, but do you feel that? Do you feel that coming? Even though we're saying this movie is really great and you should go see it. I feel like I'm about to whine. I don't. I think, I think my biggest complaint was that some of these scenes were too long, but honestly, I didn't have a problem with much else. Really. I just felt like, they could have moved from one thing to the next a little more hastily. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I agree with your sentiment about that extra scene. Um, trying to, I, I couldn't find it in the IMDb listing of what that guy's name is. Scott Adkins is mm-hmm. actor. Yeah, the actor. Character. Um, but he's not listed like in the top cast. I guess that's why I have to go to like the full thing. Um, okay, I gotta killer. throw. I gotta His throw name some. Was killer, apparently. Killer. Yeah, that's right. It is killer. Killer. I but, gotta uh, throw. My, my point was that I, I, I think that's a perfect, valid, perfectly valid point. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy that scene. I, I oh, thought, yeah. I thought it was set up very well, and like you said, like, like this whole movie was. I thought it was shot very interestingly, and, and the set pieces are just. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> in this one. Like, even if you may not have liked the way the scene is, it's just so pretty. And the club and the water falling down and that giant room. And they're in that, the, the table right right there in the middle of the room. It just, you really see the budget flex when it's stuff like that. It's like, you know, that set costs a lot of money to set up. And, oh, and film. And, uh. Yeah, I, I I really didn't mind that scene. I I agree, but uh, but yeah, I felt like I would have had if it had been my personal thing like that scene. I just would have trimmed that scene down more. I I wouldn't so much have taken it out because I was fine with it and I liked that character. He was <laughs> he was so silly and and weird and and you like you didn't like him, but at the same time you're kind of like. I kind of like this guy, like the way he is. He's so goofy. Um, I don't know. There was just something about the way he's like talking. It's just I don't know. Right. <laughs> and his freaking big teeth. Oh um, my god! Yeah, it, it was it was something. It was definitely was a, a something. But um, I just would have like like the whole chasing him and like shooting him in the butt. It's just like 
this could have been simpler, you know, like have the fight, have that cool thing in the room with the water, but like skip all the other crap and skip like the other people, like just have some reason that they can't get to them. And so they have to fight one-on-one and just kind of end it. And, and, and instead it, it was like, it was probably close to 25 minutes of like him chasing him. And it's just right. was like, okay, like we know he's going to kill him anyways. So like, let's set it up at the beginning and then let's have the chase be a little shorter. And then the fight maybe be a little bit shorter. And then we move on because you know, what, what we really want to get to is, is the finale and, and for good reason. Cause it was awesome. Yes. Um, I need to throw some positivity uh, this movie's way because I have a lot to give. It's just I don't want it to come off like I hate this movie or something that way. I really like it. Um, so I feel like the first two John Wick movies, the villains were extraordinarily lackluster where you're like, these are generic people that I don't care all about. And then the third one got a little bit better with the uh, the adjudicator and the uh, that one bald guy yeah. who was, uh, you know, yeah. they, they were better. But this is, by magnitudes, the best additions and foils that we've been, that John Wick's been given throughout the franchise. Like Bill Skarsgård as the Marquise, you know, we got Kane. Donnie Yen is just yeah. probably the best, like, a character who's not John Wick to show up oh, in yeah. these movies. Without a doubt. He's fantastic. He's. I don't what, he's, think there's any debate. Right. Other than John Wick, he's my favorite thing in this movie. He's so Lance good. Lance Reddick. I mean, <laughs> you know, obviously he's gotten more attention because the the poor man passed away here recently. But oh yeah. But I do love his character in this movie. I've oh, always yeah. loved his presence on screen. But uh, yeah, if there was a, a one below Donnie Yen, I would say Lance Reddick would have been my my next one. Very sad to see him perish before you on screen yeah. with no yeah. coming into the theater knowing the sad news and seeing that that i mean even though he was good and he has some he had a good scene here uh, and a good way to like actually you know go out here with winston but yeah very very sad to see. like it must have been planned before for him to to die in the series oh certainly before he actually died it just, yeah it didn't seem manufactured at all no, it just Star turned Wars. out. You this can kind of yeah. tell that characters died that they weren't expecting. Exactly, but uh, but that f- felt more natural. Yeah, I think they they barely had enough time to like, they had to like quickly, 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 like try to get like a a dedication in the credits. Like they had to like rush to get that, mm-hmm. and uh, so they wouldn't have had time to change anything else in this movie. Yeah. Um. But no, he he's he's great. He's great yeah. in all of these. He's a Don, Donnie Yen. Uh, sorry. No, yeah, Donnie Yen. Please, yeah, just pour just, it out. Just incredible, and you see, <clears throat> I mean, you you definitely saw it in the previous movies. Um, was he only in three before this? Am I remembering right? Or has he been in all of them? He who Donnie Yen? Yeah, he hasn't been in any of them. This is the first one he's been in. Are you sure about that? Yes. I really thought he was in three. It was another guy with a sword who was in three. Uh, the guy who was like, uh, hmm. we are the same, John Wick, you and I. He's like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I really thought he'd been in this already. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, yeah, just the fighting style that he showed off was just 
so amazing. Oh, I, I love, love the whole like blind, like almost it, it seems like he's not sure what he's doing, but everything's like perfect. It's just right. It's awesome. It's like his almost instincts kind of will drunken, snap in drunken fighting sort of like. Right. Look to him. It's interesting because like the way he fights almost like he he has to strategically get himself in range of the enemy to a point where his instincts can kick in and it just it's just like all of a sudden it snaps into it where he's like he'll like all of a sudden kind of be guided with the sword and then when he snaps into range it's quick as a freaking (laughs) cheetah it's amazing. Uh, yeah, he's wonderful to watch. And he has good. It's not just he's a good action a star. He does have charisma. Like he has an interesting way of saying things. He carries himself like a movie star. Is the thing in this movie the way he carries himself? He has a presence on screen. I I love Donnie. Yen. You know what I'm thinking of? He's in Rogue One, and he plays right. a similar character. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blind warrior. Yep. Yeah. Just a great action hero. Absolutely. So he, he yeah, huge. He could game. easily have his own like John Wick spinoff. Absolutely. Don't tempt them. They might do It'll it. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him with this oh, series. Definitely. I'd show up for that. Like if if that's the oh, yeah. if that's the uh, answer they come up with, like to what to do after John Wick or whatever. That that that's a that's a good action, a good answer to keep continue to explore this world of the table through him. Like yeah, all right, all right. That, that, they could have done a lot worse yep. Yep. <laughs> than Donnie freaking yep. Yen. <laughs> yep. For sure. Right. Um, so, John Wick kills his part of this movie, too. So. Oh, he's a huge like, part. Yeah. More than any other character in any of these movies, he has like a thing, some, a thing to do and a thing to get behind. It's something that you immediately understand. And you're like, okay, yeah, this is a predicament for him and for John. Um, yeah. This is the John Wick slash Kane chapter four movie right. pretty much. Yeah. Um, so John Wick kills his, kills his friend, <laughs> right? Does he just totally just get his friend killed? Okay. Wait, which part are you talking about? Are you talking it's about a, in, in the uh, hotel at the beginning? Yeah. In yeah. the hotel, no. his daughter's completely right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So he partially gets him killed, but he also kills himself. I mean, like he he basically yeah. kills himself. Like it's just a like I don't even know why John Wick shows up at that hotel. I really don't. He's there for like yeah. all of ten minutes before. <laughs> like, I don't even know what he was planning on doing. Yeah, it's like, do they even give him any instructions or anything? He's just kind of hanging out, taking no. shots or something. Right. He like wasn't there to get anything. He wasn't there yeah. to obtain information. He wasn't there Usually to meet it's like, anyone. I need this blood coin or I need this <laughs> necklace of <laughs> Kali or something so Kali. I can take it to the next, ye- next guy. Right. Like if he <laughs> if he like, like showed up, he was like, I wouldn't be asking this of you if it was if it wasn't this or whatever. But it was like, hey, sup, man. I mean, like for all I know, he was there to get a beer with him. Like he, he's like, what hey. it seemed like. Yeah. Right. He just showed up. You have sake. He was like, we're old friends. And he kept, like, saying, like, to his daughter, he's like, I don't care about you. I care about John Wick. <laughs> I mean, no, he didn't say that. But he's like, I've known John Wick longer than you've been alive. <laughs> yeah. Like, what an amazing, dang. like, name to get as well as that Shimazu. Yeah. Like, Hiroku Sonata. He's just, <laughs> I mean, he's just 
the pinnacle when it comes to like Japanese actors. He's just amazing. He's always mm-hmm. he always captures the screen so well. Um, I've loved him in so many things over the years. Oh yes, Forty Seven Ronin, The Wolverine. Like this guy's lost. Oh, he's the best. Yep, he's lost for right. a minute. Uh, but yeah, he he is amazing, and it, it's like he has a great fighting style as well. It was actually a real treat to see him fight Donnie Yen on screen in this movie. It was a really good fight. But again, he killed himself. <laughs> there's this yeah. there's this exchange of dialogue that happens where like he's like stop, like th- take care of your daughter, or think of your daughter, or whatever yep. he says, and he's like yep. I am, yeah, and he just <laughs> and he just gets himself killed. Yep. For no reason. He's basically just, it's okay. Because at first he was interrogating him, like asking him questions. And then he seems to just kind of give up on that. He's like, look, I don't want to kill you. Just whatever. It's fine. Just go. And then he just charges him. Yeah. For no reason. Yep. (laughs) And dies. I know. So his daughter (laughs) should be pissed, but she should be pissed at his father. I'm not going to get your daughter. (laughs) Just chill. Right, I'm not going for your daughter. No. I'm leaving. I've given I up. You die. You've won in the pursuit of me, like of the pursuit of you not being interrogated. And so, yeah. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> no, you're not. Right? No, you got to kill me you're first. Stab me. <laughs> right. I'm still do my stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> like there was just no purpose for it at all. It was just, <laughs> yeah. But either way, um, yeah. I mean, the daughter was a was a cool character when she was in the movie, and I, she was completely right. <laughs> She's a singer. This is her first movie. Oh, really? I looked her up. Yeah, interesting. Rina Sawayama. I believe that's how you said. With over 400 million plays across streaming services and critically acclaimed debut album, Sawayama ranking on over 50 album of the year lists in 2020. Japanese-British pop superstar. Does she dance? You think she dances? Pretty cool. I mean, she's credited in a bunch of stuff, but it's like a TV show. Mostly all of them are music videos, but like John Wick 4, like what a... What a big way to enter into acting. No kidding. It seems like they, they have plans for her in the moving forward. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. I mean, good showing. Yeah. Um, good for her. I want to kind of, I do want to kind of track this movie a little bit. I don't want to go like frame by frame, but I try to see what, what happens next? Where does John Wick go? I'm trying to kind of try to, at this point in the movie, I'm trying to track, figure out what John Wick is doing. Because he, he goes to, like, New York and talks to Winston. First he kills the Elder. Then he, he goes the to elder. Japan. Yeah, Elder. Then... Does he go to New York? I'm, he talks I'm to Winston. And I figure Winston's in New York. It's been like a week now. Right. My mind is feeble. And so, at this point in the movie, I, I do want to say, at this point in the movie, I'm under the assumption that John Wick is in burn it all down mode that he's in the mood. He's like, like the whole series. He's been in that. Jordan. Right. But like, is this his objective? Like he says, I want to kill them all. Like yeah. he said, like I'm going to take down the table. I'm going to yep. burn down this entire organization. And then 
he has a conversation with Winston, and he was like, "Okay, um, he, where he finds out mm-hmm. like this is who." This is when he tells him to go to Berlin. He's in like that museum, right? And then he talks to Winston, and that's when he sends him to Berlin. Right, and he he has this thing where he's like. I'm going to kill the Marquis. I'll go ahead and kill him. And then Winston's like, well, he'll be replaced. What you got to do is you got to kill him properly. And we're going to do a duel. And then he's like, okay, uh, all right. Well, what's going to happen if you kill him properly, right? Like, what? He wants to kill them all. What's he going to do? The old ways. The old ways. To be free of the table. Yeah. I did not know that that was his objective until this point. Well, my understanding was he wasn't even going to be free. He was; it meant he was back in. Like there was no other way to buy himself back in, because he was. And the whole this whole movie series has been trying to like just be done with it and get out of it. That was the whole reason. It was like I just don't want to be any part of this life anymore. And I think up until this moment, because he that was what Parabellum right was about. Like got his finger cut off and everything. Yeah, he like, comes back in at out. that point. And then it was like he, oh, that was him re-entering because I thought, okay, yeah, he was like, I'm re-entering. I'm gonna cut off my finger. I, uh, you know, I, I will serve or whatever. And then Winston betrays him, falls off the building, and then like uh, the Bowery does he King betray him though. Yeah, he does. Not the way I see it. Because no. he shot him off the building. I think he had to because otherwise he was gonna kill them both. It was like it was like a right move for him, but not for John. It was like he chose, like John kind of chose Winston. See, that's not how I saw it over himself. And Winston was like, "I want to reclaim my power and not fight the table with you. I want to have my continental and eat it too." That doesn't make any sense. That's that's not how I translated that scene. But okay. how'd you see it? I, I thought he was against the corner and it was like him and John had kind of worked it out like that's what he that's if that's what you have to do that's what you have to do and he knew yeah. John could take it basically it was just like he's going to kill us both so I'm going to do this to make it seem like I'm with them but I'm always with you and I know that this is just the only way out for both of us at this point that's only made it seem in this movie I'll say that it, I know in like the third movie at the end where you know the Bowery King scrapes him off the road and is like, he's like, they thought they could take me out. They thought they could take you out. Are you mad, John? He's like, yeah, or whatever. Like he's going to go after everyone and he's pissed and, you know, and, and then Winston's all scared when he finds out that he's alive or whatever at the end of it. Um, See, I think that it was deeper than just the the what was said, though. I th- I thought it was like this was partially planned kind of thing. That's Quite the way possibly. I translated it all along. But my beef when it when bringing in into this movie is that I think John had the mindset of I'm taking out the table. I want to kill the yeah. elder. No, I do I want to kill with that, everyone. That is kind of where I felt like this movie was heading. Yeah, yeah, I and do agree with that. All of the sudden. It's no, I'm John from uh, John Wick Two again, or whatever. To where I'm like, I want to, I want out. You know, like I want out. This is kind of the way I saw it. What and you know, and I don't know so much that it actually lines up with reality. But the way I saw it was, John's mission was to kill everyone, and that's kind of what it. I felt like 
we know this is what the audience wants us to see. We wanted to see him just run through everyone and just yeah. somehow like die this victorious death at the end of the entire table and the whole organization falling down. And so it felt like, okay, that's what he wants to do. And it almost felt like he just got distracted with what the ending of this movie actually ended right. up being. That's the way right. it felt. It was like, okay, well, I have to do this and... I definitely have to do this because my friend is like entrapped by his daughter being threatened. You know, her life is being threatened. And so I need to do this for Kane as well. But my goal is still that. I'm just not talking about it anymore. That's the way right. I came out of it. There was feeling. a path to that, I think, to make all that good. Like, look, the, the burning it all down, that's who I was, but that's not me anymore. You know, I see what you have, Kane, and that's what I had, family, and I don't want this anymore. You know, you don't want this anymore. Let's get out of this. Like, you know, that there was a path to that, but it it wasn't all of a sudden it was like a switch. Like all of a sudden we're talking about like killing everyone. We're going to kill everyone. Beloved husband. And then you're like, then the conversation changes to like, oh, you want to be free, John? What would you even do? What would you even do with your freedom? You know, like that sort of a conversation that he has with the Marquise. Um, It's like, how did you never mind? (laughs) It's just uh, that that that's a. It, that's probably the biggest problem I have with this movie is it's its focus as far as John's goal and what has been achieved <laughs> um, in this movie, um, which, you know, that's a lot of times it's like this movie, as far as the action, it's a long movie and the action's probably half of it or more of just action and action and oh, action. I would say three quarters. <laughs> right, right. Like so, so much. much of it. It just the scene at the end was so long. It was almost like an hour, an hour long yeah. action scene, really. Yeah. And so the, the question becomes, what is this movie's focus? It's the action, you know? And so I can yep. be as frustrated as I can with the plot or whatever and character motivations but I gotta ask myself, what's the movie doing? It's an action. It's an action fest, and holy crap, it's yeah. freaking amazing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it it I do feel like instead what this movie kind of does is instead of having like shorter big action scenes, because I think. John Wick movies, all of them have had pretty long action scenes for for action movie standards. They're pretty long. They'll be like a fifteen minute action scene, and then we'll take a little break, and then another fifteen action minute action scene. But this one's like, okay, we're gonna. T- this one I feel is more like we'll take a thirty minute or like a twenty or thirty minute break, and then we're gonna have a forty five minute to an hour long action yeah. scene. You know what I mean? It was a different style for sure. Right. So I think there's fewer action scenes that you can point to, but they're like three times the length, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I like, think of what are the action Absolutely. scenes in this movie? What are the action scenes? Yeah. No, like what? the Tokyo, Berlin, Paris. <laughs> the end, right. It's almost like, I think like four set pieces and, and that's, that's it. And they're gigantic, and, yeah. And, the incredible climax and uh, just that was so cool, so cool. 
Right. I love the I love the rising sun and it just yeah up on the hill. It's just it was a, I, I was gonna say typical action thing, but it was it was it was unique, but it was so like culmination of an action movie. You know, it's a kind of a trope of a of action movie where it comes to this like grandiose ending, and and they they did that very much and right. did it in a really cool way. I like uh, action scenes like this, which this is very much like a video game, but it's obviously a tribute to the Warriors, right? A movie we watched together not too yep. long ago. Yep. It's obviously a tribute to that with the, the lady talking with the, that shot with the lips, and then the songs that are like. Yep kind of coded to like you know attack this yep. person or whatever and so hey all you bad boys out there <laughs> right this is yeah it's gonna this, be a fun night to this evening this is obviously the best stuff in the movie this is fantastic oh i love this stuff yep. right like yep. it, it's just crazy like i'm trying to like i do want to like talk about like just certain parts in this that are just nuts i mean like what's that um What's that like circle called or whatever? Where all in in a I don't know what it's called, but in a where all the it's like the giant fancy roundabout. Let's call it that. Yeah, <laughs> I can never remember the name. Yeah, you see it in so many movies and so many like yeah, it's a famous Paris. location. Yeah. Whatever. I've never been there. It's fine. Why should I know it? Uh, um, incredible. Very creative. Like it's just something that like you wouldn't think you'd want to see, but you're like this is insane where just cars are flying everywhere people are getting thrown into cars john wick's getting hit by cars it's just crazy i'm trying to find the name of it <laughs> what are you even Arc searching for oh what is it i can't say it i can't say it t-r-i-o-m-p-h-e oh that's what i thought triomph um Says the second most famous landmark in Paris, Eiffel Tower being the first. I said famous <laughs> locations in Paris. Right. Um. Then we. Yeah, I, so it's pretty. like. It's like the fighting. It's almost like what would be like a break between the fighting. It's like fighting on the way to the next set piece. Right. It's yep. like we're at a set piece. Now I'm gonna go to the move to the next set piece. We're gonna fight on our way there, and now we're in the building where it's hotline Miami <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> and it's even the same thing with, I mean, that entire night, it's like, it goes from like, okay, we'll see you boys in the morning. And then <laughs> they're like hanging out talking. And then they hear on the radio, like, Oh boy, all night. Here we go. Right. <laughs> and it made perfect sense, but I, 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 it caught me off guard a little bit. It was like, Oh, of course. They're going to fight him all night and try to keep him from being there. Right. And um, right. good villain move to where it's like he he abides by the rules generally, um, but he will use them in like malicious ways. You know, he'll play dirty with the rules. You know, it's like I can do this. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with me doing this, but I'm going to do it. He's like he doesn't yeah. really have honor <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So he's gonna be like, get him, everybody. I mean, his whole job has been to get people to kill him, so he just continues to do that. Right. Um, we haven't talked about the tracker, Mister Nobody, much at all, but he's he plays such an interesting. He feels like 
one of us like there <laughs> for most of the movie. Like, I mean, he takes some shots and stuff, but most of the time he's just kind of hiding in a corner or something, watching what John Wick's doing. He's almost You're saying like, he's the player character, like we've built him as like an avatar. That a little bit, like, <laughs> kind of. Like you're almost just seeing yourself as the player character in a video game every <laughs> once in a while. Like, yep, there you are with your backpack and your doggy and your awesome backpack that turns into a. <laughs> ballistic vest luke you've so you've cool. touched on something that's ex- that's extremely true that is so good because if they were to make a john wick video game where you're not john wick it would be this it would be yep. that to where it's like you're going to fight john wick but you really yep. are just killing all these people to like to make sure you can get the thing for yourself and then yep. you end up teaming up yeah it's totally yep. what the player character would do and you'd have a name like the tracker or i'm nobody you know it's so yep. funny <laughs> i love it but yeah. like i i do have some questions about this character you know i i very kind of i like i i enjoy the vibe he's dressing like just a regular dude he's got the dog he, i mean he's kind of just lurking around throughout the first part of the movie yeah. like he saves he's, he's kind of showing hints that he's awesome <laughs> right he kills those people with his blunderbuss or whatever it is um yeah. and then like he, there's this i don't know <laughs> not a freaking blunderbuss i'm thinking of the one from uh remember the looper pilgrim gun <laughs> blunderbuss has the big like horn thing at the end you shoot throw your bullets you mean, like, down in it and does elmer the... fudd have one of those <laughs> yeah Oh, no, he has a shotgun, actually. But oh, does he? That's literally like what the pilgrims used. <laughs> like pilgrim ah. rock. So he doesn't have a blunderbuss? <laughs> no, he does not have a blunderbuss. <laughs> I got one musket, John. <laughs> I'll use it. Hold but on, he... I got to ramrod my powder here. <laughs> but like, you think he's... So he's like, I'm going to be relevant, right? He shows up and he's like, I'll see you later. I saved yep. you for now. It's not high enough. I'll see you later. And he shows up. Uh, he at shows the mar- how amazing he is at keeping track of John, where no one else has really been able to. I'm not really sure how, but he does. Yeah, because he's a player character, so of course he's of there. Of course, always yeah. in the action. You have the the pl- the level map to tell you where your objective is. You yep. got your uh... teleportation, right? Fast travel <laughs> to John. <laughs> um. So when he shows up to the Marquise, he's like, yeah, man, um, I guess his objective is he's not in the table, but he wants to be sort of, or he wants to at least benefit from what the table has to offer. Yeah. He very much feels like an outsider. Right. He's not dressed like everyone else. He doesn't really have the same like kind of yes man mentality. He's not giving out his name. And then when he like, he's got a sweet dog. And we like Ugh. test him. When I say test him, he freaking Ugh. shoves a knife in his hand. It's terrible. Ugh. Then he has to rip his hand off of it. No, I can't Ugh. believe he made that choice. Why did he make that choice? Why would he do that? Ugh. I would tear Just that knife thought. out. I would. Oh, I would pull the knife Stab out. Him. <laughs> be like, my use for the table is in my hands. If I'm to serve the table, I'm going to actually need my hand, you idiot. And I'll yeah. slap. You know. Moron. Stupid idiot. Yeah, what an awful thing. I'm so, I, again, I'm shocked he made that move because he was like, yeah, he's this entire movie, he's just out for money. 
Like he's not like yes man. He's not like oh I want to be in the table. And I guess that's the decision. Right. Yeah. That's where the character goes at the end. I think that's like where the character ends up to be like I don't want this. I mean, it's not yeah. said. Of course, he doesn't really get a line after what happens happens. He's just kind of like resting with the decisions that he's made but I, i'm to assume that that is where he ended up to the point where he's like yeah no thanks i'll make my way another way yeah, yeah. he i think he sees john for who he is which is a good man and right. not for the way that he's being presented by the table the marquee and all those people yeah, and he's seeing he's two not people. Really, the Baba Yaga. Even though, I mean, he right. was killing a bunch of people. It's like he's been provoked this entire movie series, and he's he's really only defended others or himself. Yeah, and like I think he sees that in Kane uh, too, because like these are two yeah. people, they're cool and they're also being used in different ways. They're rats in a maze, really, at this point. Right, and then they use their respect for each other to solve the problem or whatever at the end, uh, sort of. Um, (laughs) But um, what what I want to get your take? What did you think of the uh, the top down (laughs) uh, perspective battle in that one house? I I thought it was amazing. I loved it so much. I haven't seen anything like that. Dragon's breath was the coolest thing to be doing in that scene. It was so video gamey that it was just, but also cinematic. It was just, yeah, that was the point at which I was like, yep, this movie's awesome. Right. When it like, I loved how it went from like this sideways, like static shot to slowly moving up. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. You realize what they're doing. You're like, oh, what? Oh my, they are not. And then it just keeps going for a long, for a good while to where it's like they commit to it. You know what I mean? It's not just like one shot where he kills a couple guys and they switch back. It's like, it stays that way for a while, which is really awesome. Yeah. The freaking dragon's breath. I loved it. Such a perfect thing to add. Yeah. And then he jumps out the window. Yep. And then that's the quick transition. Just oh, Such a good scene. Such a good scene. I made a joke. Amber was falling asleep a little bit. Cause she was really tired. She should not have seen that movie without me for that, that time. Um, but, um, Fall asleep in yeah. John Wick. Yeah, she totally was. But like, uh, she always like makes fun of me because when I play uh, Ocarina of Time, there'll be like areas where I have to go to a different location, and there's like a ladder, but I'm too lazy, and I'm, I'm like I don't want to. I'm too impatient to take the ladder, so I'll just jump down and take the fall damage. <laughs> and I was like, I leaned over, like that's like me playing Zelda when <laughs> he just jumps out the window and lands on the car. <laughs> yeah, that was uh. It was ridiculous. He he sustained so many injuries. It was just insane. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. It's like every bone. Not is to mention the next part with the freaking stairs. Oh my god! So ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's set up really well. I like how it's like after making that fall and going through that fight, he looks so beat down and so tired and you see the stairs and you're like, Oh my God, he has to go up the stairs. And then all the guys appear and you're like, Oh my God. (laughs) And then you think that that's it. And then 
<laughs> the other guy comes, knocks him all the way down, all of them. Yeah, um, you didn't have an audience. My audience laughed at this part. At this part, they laughed a lot. Like when he fell down all of the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just like, he didn't even like, like even on the landings, like he'd fall down the stairs, hit the landings, and then roll down every yep. single one. Yep. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> How many times would he have actually died in this movie, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> John's kill count is pretty high but how high is his actual death count death in count. actuality yeah. quite high i think yeah uh, yeah that, this... I, I just i loved it this, the whole yeah. like last few scenes and the finale i just as a whole i just i had no problem with any of this it was yeah serious highlight well absolutely and then uh yeah we just have our ending here where uh Decisions are made. I mean, so is is a duel like this the bet? Hmm. Okay, so the last time I did one, it was very similar to this. Really? Yeah. Not not much was different, but. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay, so I want. I mean, we did thirty-five paces, but you 30... know, it's close enough. I was counting, by the way. I think I don't know if I lost count, but I don't think they went. I know they're just cutting. Um, I'll just step back a little bit. They did this cool thing where they were like, uh, where they were uh, settling on the terms. We're playing like high card or whatever, like settling yeah. on the terms of the duel. Awesome place in front of the Eiffel Tower. Incredible. So cool. So cool. <laughs> um, That's just John- a budget flex right there. They could have done right. it anywhere. They could have done it in a basement. It's an it's an interesting scene because like uh, you can kind of tell some of their intentions a little bit there. John wants to do it then and there, um, and Marquise wants to do it later for sure, so we can have the opportunity to do what he does. He wants to do it with blades, so because that's uh, Kane's speciality, yeah. and uh, and yeah, I don't. Would you have gone with uh, pistols? You were John. Um, if I knew what Kane could do with a blade, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know what the options are. Vehicles <laughs> smashing each other. I don't know. Nail what the, clippers. I don't know. What, yeah, nail clippers. Because there's no like he doesn't have. He wasn't given like multiple Sandpaper. choice. Right, because I figure the options are limitless. But when he said pistols, they seem to know what he meant. Like they had it ready Water for him. 40. What? What? Who could do it the longest? Just keep could... going back and forth. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know what other options other than blades and pistols are reasonable. Whips. I mean, I, I don't know. I have no clue. I mean, it does seem. I guess fists. You could just fight. Fists. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like he'd be outmatched there too, but uh, by Kane at least. Um, but man, I feel like it was a it was maybe an optimal thing because Kane's blind. But they're talk. He's talking. He's saying crap. He's making all sorts of noises. Yeah. I would have been still as a ghost. <laughs> If I was there, he'd be like, you ready, John? I'd yep. be like, 
He's all dragging his feet on the gravel and crap. I'd have been like tippy-toeing. I'd maybe pivot or like try to mask my uh, positioning. He's like, you ready, Kane? <laughs> yeah, something. Just drop to the ground and shoot from your belly. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> right. Well, no, I mean, I guess... I don't know if what happens. That's not the old ways, Jordan. It's not the old ways. I'm going to be cheap. You're talking about <laughs> the new ways, the cheap ways. Cheapo. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But was this, do you think this was John's intention for it to go down the way it did? I don't know if him dying, but to at least. I think he figured that he had to. it had to be this way. He had to help his friend out, and, and yeah. they, had just, they had to face it, and. That the hard way seems to be the way that he always ends up taking, whether right. it's cutting off his finger or, you know, Jumping getting shot or falling all the way back down the stairs just to have to fight his way back up. It's just right. It's always the hard way for John, and that's one of the tropes that I think kind of endears you to him. That he's, you know, he's this beaten down warrior that won't stop, won't be. You know, won't settle for no, won't settle for anything less than what has to be done, and it's mm-hmm. it's one of the things that I have really enjoyed about the series. And yeah, it, I I kind of like you know we haven't mentioned it, but it, there was a story about how he only has like 136 lines or something in this entire movie. And yeah, I do feel I like he spoke like it. less. It, it, yeah, it it kind of reminds me of what I what made endeared me to the Master Chief and Halo, where it's just like. I'm here to get a job done, and it's that simple. I I'm really not here for the frills. I'm just I want to get you know myself out of this. I want to get the people I know out of this. I want to end this. Like and and I I I I just love how like so many awesome crazy things happen around him, but in the end, like you know, Ke- um, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> is just, you know, John is just, he's on this straight path. He really is. It gets Mm -hmm. diverted, like, constantly, but he really is just like, this is what I've always wanted, this is what I'm always trying to do. And if, you know, and and obviously his goals evolve because it's like, I just want to get out, I want to be done, And, and it changes because it's like, okay, well, now you have to do this for the next step for you to reach that goal. But it's always the same goal. And they've never really, I feel like, you know, lost sight of that throughout this four movie series. Um, and I think that's cool. It's just, I like, I like when movies like keep a focus on what was originally there. Like something like Die Hard, like each one was so different. It's different and adventure, I, and I yeah. like the Die Hard movies. Yeah, it's just there's not really a through line, and I like how there really is with this. It's like there's one goal. It's kind of Lord of the Rings style where it's like there's one goal you know the the ring needs to go to mordor and that's that's it and john's like you know i i have to get out of this no matter what you know they killed my family i want to end this <laughs> i just i want to be done and i don't know it's just cool i've stated it over and over again but yeah i mean yeah he, he certainly got out i mean it was a cool way to do it uh my my, my crowd applauded at this moment where he's like, you know, consequences, bam, you know, and I, again, did he, did he bet on him wanting to claim the coup de gras here when, like, 
and stepping in for Kane at the very end. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's kind of a chess move, right? It's like you make right. the move assuming what the other player is going to do, but you never really know. You just are hoping <laughs> that you know them well enough to know that their ego will get the best of them. Right. Yeah, and so this is it. I mean, he kind of stumbles off, has a vision of his wife, and uh, presumably dies. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't buy it. I don't buy it for a second. Yeah, the way the they language... did that was very strange to me. How he just kind of slumps over on the stairs. It's just like, really, what? Right. Come on. Yeah, and like. In visual mediums, you know, if if you don't see a corpse, basically, of yeah, certain characters, it's like... Body eviscerated or something. <laughs> right, exactly. Blown to smithereens. Yeah. Is how or I... Incinerated. Right. And for me, that's what would need to happen for me to buy that he could be defeated. That the Baba Yaga is actually dead. <laughs> I mean, well, also, it's like we've seen... The okay, so the bungee cord of believability has been stretched so far as far as what John Wick can survive and continue yep. fighting through that it's hard for me. The, elax- the elasticity is like stretched so far. Can I really bring it back to a point where I believe that he nope. can die from a gunshot? Nope, no, and it wasn't even in like that bad of a spot. I mean, it seemed like it was like on his side. It wasn't even like in the main organ area of his body. Right. If it was like his heart or something like that, you'd be like, it wasn't like, it wasn't even, it didn't even seem like it was his stomach. It seemed like it kind of like missed and was like more like, like rib cage area, which obviously would be incredibly painful, but again, (laughs) something I feel like you could get patched up. And I mean, you know, just, you need to stop the bleeding, but yeah, that's yeah. a visit to Kicker. That's fine. <laughs> it would be a lot different if it was center chest or like even in the stomach to where it's like, okay, you know, stomach wounds are pretty much always there's there's really not, not much you can do about getting shot in the stomach, but I don't know. It was just it was it was weird. I I loved everything up until this point where where they ended it like this. It's like I can I can be okay with this ending, but at the same time I can kind of wish it wasn't the way it was, and that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, you know, I mean, come on, guys, really? Right. I mean, I it, it's something that I feel like a lot of people complain about sometimes with these things when they see certain characters die. It, it it there becomes expectations with that when like a character dies, you know. It's like it to talk about a video game again. Like for me with this, it feels like you didn't beat the game. You just got as far as you could go <laughs> until you ran out of continues. Yep. 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 You know, yep. to where it's like, oh, I guess that's as far as John got because I'm like, I don't feel like yep. he accomplished anything. You know, I know that he. Like, he was like, oh, well, you're free, I guess. But really, I mean, he could have just died before he got there. <laughs> and the result yeah. would have been the same. Well, Q 
Kane wouldn't have been free. Kane would that not have been free. Thing. Kane would yeah. not have been free. If his goal was to free Kane, then he achieved something. If that was and, like and Winston. And Winston. Oh. Winston got what he wanted. It seems like everyone kind of got what he wanted, but as far as personal goals, um yeah, it was just like, all right. <laughs> or whatever ended up happening. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out. Um, they're talking about it. Apparently they were for real and thought this was going to be or planned on this one being the last one, but I don't know what they assumed. I really do hope hope it hope it won't be. I don't. I do too. I'm like, I don't know what they do at this point, especially since it's like they would have to start do a bit of I'm a taking time a hand punch out of the ground. The old Evil Dead style. No, I'm thinking Justice League. <laughs> I think they need to bring him back with a mother box. Oh my god! <laughs> and he comes back. And he's mean. <laughs> <laughs> We've awoken Dark John. <laughs> Dark John? What, what would he even do? On the wrong side of the bed. What would Dark John do? Yeah. He's just killing everyone. He's just fighting every, with, like women on the street. He's killing only he's... his friends. Oh. He's not killing any of the bad guys. He doesn't have many left. He's just trying to go after Winston. He comes up to Kane and just lifts him by his throat and crushes his windpipe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John. Welcome back. Thank you so much for helping. <laughs> I mean, I hope. John Wick Chapter 5, The Darker Side. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in all seriousness, it would need to be a bit of uh, like a bit of a time jump. Because what? These movies happen in the course of like a week or something crazy like that, right? Maybe a month to give him time to heal from the, first move, from the sure. third movie. Okay. But like to give him time to be like, okay, I faked my death so I could truly live a quiet life. And then... Thanos. The boss comes. Yep. <laughs> I'm the boss. Living I'm the final boss. Cottage. <laughs> Chopping wood yeah. and crap. Yep. He has a, his dog. Where's the dog? Yep. He's got yep. the dog. I don't know what became of that dog. Nope. Yeah. But we got to find out. That's why you got to make another movie. <laughs> got to find out. For the dog. Maybe yeah. Halle Berry was taking care of that dog. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Probably. <laughs> right. But that that's our movie. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? I don't know. <laughs> I so are they setting up ballerina in the end there? No. It's my question. I feel like set up Kane, right? Ballerina. To die. <laughs> well, yeah, but a ballerina isn't that like uh Anna de Armas, right? Project? Yeah. Yeah, she belongs, she's like Russian, right? Or she's going to belong to like that crew, right? John's family. Wouldn't she? Because yeah. they, they had the ballerinas. Saying Keanu Reeves is in it. What's he going to so do? That's interesting. So I, yeah, I get it must be a prequel. Must be. I don't know. I guess it would have to be during his heyday, right? Before he retired. Yeah. Because that would be the only chance they'd have to do it because he's been busy with each of these movies. <laughs> he's basically Norman Reedus up. is in it. That's oh, fun. Right. That's good. CB Russian. Yeah. 
I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, good. I guess that'll be the next time we see him. Because I'm sure <laughs> the next Wick movie is a, a ways off. I'd imagine, you know, I, I'd, I'd imagine we're going to have a pretty long break after this. But it's kind of weird to me where it's like, did they really expect this movie to not do well? Because they're like, oh, whoa, I guess we yeah. need to make a fi- fifth one. I'm like, these movies get continuously more and more attention. So it's. Yeah. They're just John Wick's become like more of a household name at this point, which is like alongside of John McClane and maybe other Johns, yep. John Candy. Yep. Yep. John Candy. Yeah. John Elway. Yep, all of them. All of them. <laughs> John Jingleheimer Smith and John Wick. John but Goodman. yeah, John yep. Goodman. Yeah, the the pantheon of Johns. <laughs> he has entered into, and so it's like, yeah, I mean, this garnered so much attention. There's, I can't imagine that this is going to be the last time we see. A John Wick movie. It is crazy with that director having eleven projects. It is like wow. Yeah, there's a there was a trailer um, before the movie, right? Did you see it? Was a lot of red band trailers. It was one where the guy is like killing a bunch of Nazis, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the John Wick guy, right? John Wick director. This is his next thing. Mm, no, oh. at least not on IMDb. I don't see it. Um, I mean, yeah, I had wrong. seen that trailer before. It looks looks awesome. It does look awesome. But the, these are upcoming, so maybe that wouldn't be in an upcoming. No, I mean, no. Oh, okay. It's not on here, so. They're I just think it said around. from the studio that brought you John Wick. Gotcha, classic. I don't think it said the director. They got me. They that's they got me. They, like mission accomplished. Yeah. They they got me they with put their the trick. Big John Wick, and you you ignore what it really says, and she's like, was like, "Oh, John this Wick's is in related it." Related to that, <laughs> John know. Wick's in this movie. This is a John Wick movie. <laughs> I got to see this one too. Right, that's the connection. That's the straight line to John Wick. <laughs> Oh, I wonder when John Wick's going to show up. John Wick's father. Right, killing <laughs> people with did. a garden hoe Back or whatever he's doing. World War II. Yep. <laughs> movie looks cool. It does look cool. And ridiculous. Yeah. But anyways, um, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. I'm seeing uh, Mario in a couple days. Yep. Looking forward to it. Yep. Um, Guardians 3 is getting close. Yeah, tickets are on sale. Not wait. It's next month, right? That's early next month? May 3rd is what I'm seeing. Yep. It's a month away. It's very exciting. Um, Those are, I think, the, the, the next big ones coming up. But Fast 10. Fast 10 is May 19th. So that's right after. You're Two right. weeks after. Oh, sooner than I thought. Yeah. I thought it was a summer, but spring movie. Did they show the trailer for Evil Dead Rise in your theater? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They sure did. Did you see that cheese grater? <sighs> just that entire movie is just a, a nope for me. Nope, the cheese nope, grater. Nope. Once I saw the cheese grater, I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the that was the big in for me when I was like, nope. You bring that cheese grater and you put it on that woman's leg. Nope. I ain't there's, coming. There's there's nothing about that movie that makes me want to see it. It's yeah, I mean, not, it's obviously it's not my thing. No. Nope. I don't want to be scared out of my mind. I'm good. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, you're right. Fast X is coming out. Sit Fast X. Am I really sick? Yeah, I know. Then? Is it 10 or X? I mean, come on. It's so confusing when it's people both, do those Roman numerals. What do we it's say? Both. What do we say? I bet they were just chomping at the bit. Like, I can't wait till we get to 10 so we can call it Fast X. They've probably been yep. thinking about that since the second one. There's no way they could have known they'd get to 10. Oh. I, d- I can see how it would look weird if it was fast one zero. That does look a little strange, but I don't know. Fast ten, it's just so so stereotypical. Yeah, fast X, baby. Fast X versus Jason X <laughs> versus Triple X. I don't know. We'll see how this is gonna be. I I mean, these movies are getting to a point where I'm like, okay. They're they're too ridiculous. This is absolutely no, the we'll one see. for me to where I'm like, for whatever reason, I'm like probably the least excited for this one that's for fast that I've been in a while. Because like just the idea of like I'm back. I'm this person from the past. I'm gonna take your family away. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. How many times are we gonna do that? Yep. Yep. And then it's like that, you know, Charlize Theron just kind of shows up in these movies. I keep thinking she's going to do something big, but she's Remember just, me? Yeah, it just shows up to menace them every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is one of those series where it's kind of like a TV show where it's like, definitely time to wrap it up. Right. Definitely time. I mean, the weird thing is, is they know they're ending with the next one. You'd think you'd start to see some sort of full through line or some big thing they're trying to accomplish. But nope, just another guy like, let's race for your family. And can we just say, why are you ending on 11? <laughs> why are you not ending on 10? Right. What a strange not a round number decision. at all. What a strange decision. Yeah. Well, we we're actually we're going to we're going to end on 15 now. <laughs> so. Let's make it an even 20. I mean, why not? <laughs> it's it's, it's quite a why. rat hole we've gotten into here. I don't here know why end. we're on this, but <laughs> Vin Diesel was like, this is the one where we're saying goodbye to um, Brian, right? What? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you actually doing now, like... 10 years after his death or something like it's probably close to that now they're not gonna do like an on-screen death right they're not gonna be like oh there's brian's skyline boom or something like that'd be horrible (laughs) like you already said bye in seven it's also weird justin lynn like writing this movie and now a new director came in like mid-movie anyways i don't want to keep talking about this we'll see we're it's coming up. The whole thing about it, I'm sure. Just yep. wait for the podcast. We'll see yep. how it turns out. See what that um, big giant metal ball is going to do in that movie. I don't know what that is. I don't know. We will see about a lot of things. Yeah, but that's our show for this week, I suppose. And, you know, 
We'll see you next week, most likely. <laughs> Stay tuned. See ya. <laughs> Bye.